Hey y'all, this is your host Elliot Barr, just bringing you the latest episode of Can I Kick It FC. On this episode of Can I Kick It FC, we talk about Violet AC, the Haitian club. They pulled a historic upset against MLS club Austin FC. The first part of this episode, you're hearing from me, Shanir, and Sills talking about the history of the club, their importance, why that Austin matchup was so important and historic. And then the second half of the podcast, you're hearing from Jermaine talking to fellow supporters and club historians of Violet AC. So before the episode starts, I just want to say thank you again to all our listeners and supporters. You can support the podcast by giving us a like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Can I Kick It FC. And with that being said, sit back and enjoy the episode. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Can I Kick It FC, your number one podcast for all things Black history dealing in the soccer world. And today's podcast is pretty special. Um, really, we, this podcast got inspired because Austin FC decided to fall flat on their face to a team whose Wikipedia page just got made five days ago from when we're recording this. It's weird if you're hearing that part of you listening from it 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so pretty much Violet AC, a team from Haiti, um, upset Austin FC in the CONCACAF Champions League. Now, this game is being talked about as arguably one of the biggest upsets in international football history, um, just because of the surge size of the team. You know, Violet FC hasn't played a game in 11 months, um, domestic turmoil's going on. The league has been stopped. Austin FC kind of being bankrolled by MLS. You have Derussi there, uh, Reggaeton, a lot of big-name players, and they kind of fall flat on their plates with two legs. So, to join me on the show to talk about this is Sills and Shanir. How are you guys doing today? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> doing well. A lot, of, a lot of sports on my TV right now, so I'm enjoying life. It kind of feel that way for the month of March. March is always yeah. that month where things get to get Shanair, how are you, man? I know you were dying to get into this one. Yes, I am. This was, look, I had to, you know, Simon Pep. At the end of the day, this was one of the one, one of the highlights of my week. Um, just seeing... Um, just seeing a little club from my parents' home country uh, make a splash in the CONCACAF Champions League was uh, was just wonderful. It just warmed my heart. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Like, it, it warms a lot of people's heart. I know there's been a lot of discourse on Twitter about, you know, how can you lose the teams this small? And they have the population size of your hometown. And for me personally, I never think that's a good rhetorical art, uh, argument to have with someone because population size means nothing. Right. Because if that was the case, China will be dominating world football. Right. And not. Um, Shanir, you the one who put me on to it, man. Haitian football, for the longest, has always 
been discredited as this underdeveloped country when it comes to football, but they actually have a strong football heritage, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, in terms of sports popularity, soccer is the number one sport in Haiti. Um, when you go to anywhere, supermarkets, barbershops, marketplaces, when people are talking about something other than politics, it's, it's football. It's soccer. Um, I, I can clearly remember a long time ago, back in 2002, when the World Cup was in South Korea and Japan. That summer, I, I had um, gone to Haiti to visit family. And the, the thing about Haiti is, of course, they're not going to be in the World Cup very often at all the, the the one time they were in the world cup we've talked about it there's an episode about um that that um haitian national team that that up that that really made a splash in um in the world cup um but since since they haven't really been in the world cup they have kind of adopted a fan fanaticism for either the brazil national team or the Argentine national team I'd say if you take most Haitians, it's probably split 55-45 in favor of Brazil. Um, I clearly remember in that World Cup uh, when England played uh, Brazil in the quarterfinals. Uh, a lot of people were touting that game as this should have been the World Cup finals for this year. It was at 2 o'clock in the morning because, you know, South Korea and Japan. And... Uh, Literally, when Brazil won that game, it was 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, and Haitians literally had a carnival in the street in the middle of the night. Um, so this this country loves the sport. They love it. Um, I clearly remember when Haiti had the um, heartbreaking earthquake that hit Haiti a few years ago. Harvard University had set up a fundraiser program to bring the youth Haitian national team to play against Harvard University's college men's team. Um, and all proceeds went to um, went to uh, uh, support for, for Haitians who had suffered from that earthquake. The Harvard University stadium was packed full of Haitian diaspora who live in Massachusetts. Massachusetts is one of the biggest centers of Haitian diaspora. Uh, grew up there, um, so this this sport is is big in Haiti. Um, you have a lot of those kids on that on that youth national team, and that under I think it was like an under twenty three, who play for small clubs in Haiti, who are you know trying to make it, trying to make it playing the sport they love and the passion that you see in a lot of these guys a lot of these young players is wonderful to see so you're you're coming from a country that may be small that may have financial difficulties political difficulties and stability issues but the passion for the game is strong and i i think it will always be word um so real quick this is the most information I can find on AC at the time. Um, so they were found in May 18, 1918. The, Shanere, I'm pretty sure you're going to correct me on this. The Lee Tigre 
is their team nickname. Let's um, team. There we go. He was yeah. Yeah. That, just that meaning the old tiger. Yeah. Old right. tiger. <laughs> when I do this audio, I'm just gonna slice out my way of saying it. And just <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is gonna work. Um, <laughs> so they, like we said, they probably pulled off the greatest upset in Concacaf history, beating Austin FC over two legs. Um, so this is some quick facts about the team. They were awarded a 1984 CONCACAF Champions Cup following disqualification of two teams who were planning to play a two-leg series to determine a North American participant in the final. And then the club was relegated to the second division in 2016 in the Haitian League. So since then, um, you might have heard a lot of discourse about the Haitian League not being in play anymore, which is true. Like They haven't played a game in almost 11 months because uh, of all the distress that's going on in Haiti. And then for the second leg, I know there's a lot of controversy on on Twitter, right, Sales, about Austin not being a, I mean, not Austin, Violet not being able to play in the second leg because of visa issues. Now, of right. course, they got to be cleared up, but they were bringing in players like from where FC Motown. Yeah, like Jersey, one of the Jersey clubs or something like that. Right. You yeah. know? So like, truly, just like, Everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and they still pulled this off. I think that just adds to how impressive this is. They clearly have heritage, right? Like 1918, we don't have clubs at all in the U in the U.S., and they've won a championship before. So it's not as if they don't have anything to pull from. And like Shanae said, like it's the national sport. Like they are a footballing nation more than we are. Um, but. I think this stuff is always framed as like who has money, who has investment, who has all of these things, right? And so we're automatically assumed to be the country that should win all of these games. But yeah, I, I just don't think they set up very well. And some of that might be, it's hard to scout them, right? Like there's not so much information. The league isn't stable. Like there are unknowns there. But yeah, the fact that they had to like basically go pull some dudes from, you know, lower leagues in, in the U.S. to to play and then hold on. Um, yeah, that's just wild, man. That's yeah. wild. That's stuff we don't ever have to think about here. No, it's not. It's, not, it's something that you never have to think about. But I mean, like, and granted, there's other podcasts, and I'm pretty sure we've all seen it all over social media. Of how can Austin FC you can lose to this little tiny club and them not addressing our name? If you want to go listen to those kind of podcasts, so be it. Here, we're going to give all the honors and flowers to Violet, AC, and how wonderful they played. Like they yeah. went out there and did something that, like you said, Sills, is unimaginable to do. Like this is like Real Madrid going to like Iceland when playing they, a when team. They there. By Sheriff. Didn't they get beat by Sheriff? So went yeah, last oh, like yeah, you're right. Matter of fact, that's so a that's perfect analogy. Same, exactly. Yeah. That's the same thing. But over two legs, mean, but like over two legs. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I did Sheriff can't go to Spain because six of their players aren't allowed in the country. Right. They're like, you want to play? <laughs> right. Like, come on. Right. And go in there and, like, hanging on. And, I mean, yeah. I, I guess there's an easy way how we can look at it is how MLS has kind of put all this money to, you know, you got the DP players, you got all these guys. But we and we listened to some of the press conferences one of the things that stood out to me was Josh Wolf talking about how we didn't properly respect this team. You know, yeah. there were a lot of changes made in between. I think overall Austin made like eight changes 
mm-hmm. before the first game, and you can just tell like this is a, a VLS squad that from the day that game got announced, this is all they've been preparing for. Exactly. Yeah. You know? All exactly. they prepare for. And I mean, and they, like I said, they knew their opponent better than their opponent knew them. That's yeah. for sure. And I mean, they have, again, they have the talent. They might not have the resources or the stability of league or things of that nature. But again, I don't think being in CONCACAF competitions is a foreign concept to teams from Haiti or the, elsewhere in the Caribbean. And I think in general, we don't respect a whole lot of football from the Caribbean nations or, or Central America, right? Like our focus is very much Mexico, United States, Canada. Like those are the three people or three places where we pay attention until countries like Haiti with footballing traditions, you know, yeah, get it going, would- right? Like we, we set up to, we, you know, teams like Austin will sub off six players or make 10 changes or whatever they did. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking that's a, you know, that's a win and then they can rotate and do all this stuff and you just can't do that. Yeah, no. they. I mean, it really just felt like the kind of thing where Austin felt as if uh, we could put 11 guys on the field, a couple of academy players, and we'll mm-hmm. be fine, you know. And you can't. Like, it, I think what VLA did so well in the first matchup was they just created a lot of mental mistakes for mm-hmm. Austin FC and took advantage of it. And then the second leg, like, we can go ahead and talk about it now, of I think, what, they were only bringing eight players? I don't so, know. Yeah, like, it, was, it wasn't a high number. Maybe, like, 12 players on their own. But they had to pick a lot of guys off of the street. And these yeah. are guys that aren't playing regularly right now because their season hasn't started. And how much chaos that throws into the mix is crazy. Right, I think they were out of subs. Yeah. Like, they bought the last sub in at the very end of the game. And yeah. they were out of subs. Like, they didn't have any more players left. Dudes yeah. were holding on. Like, that goalkeeper was hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> they defended for their like they defended for their lives in that second leg because, in many ways, they had done the work of the first leg. And they just didn't have the players that they had when they played in Haiti. And so, yeah, um, yeah I mean, just hats off to them. Heck of a coaching job. Like you said, they forced mistakes. Like they they made Austin make mistakes, and they they knew their opponent. They knew how to attack them, and they got the three goals they needed ultimately. Right, Shanair. I mean, you was telling me yesterday, like your pops, like the amount of pride that he had in hearing that VLet pulled off this major upset. Like, I imagine yeah, um, for Haitian people, like it has to be like, yo, this is it. Like this is our version of March Madness. <laughs> Yeah, uh, one one thing is my my father was a little disappointed because of the timing because they uh-huh. literally just came back from Haiti. They'd spent a month in Haiti, my father, uh-huh. my parents, and they just came back from Haiti. And they're like, if this had happened a week before, we would have been there in uh-huh. Haiti celebrating with the Haitian people of with this upset. And I think they came back literally three days before that first leg. Yeah. Oh man. Um and and it's it, it was it but my there was just so much pride. Just so much pride seeing a club from Haiti hang on like that and just just never say die. And it's 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 an eye opener for the rest of the world to realize that the gap between the small run of the mill teams and the ones at the top is shrinking. Because and and I can say it's probably it's because of the internet because of because of streaming because of different 
means to train that don't require money that you're getting a lot of these smaller clubs that are having more talent that are having more skills and and better training because the money is no longer required to gather the information to train them correctly and so this it's a it's an eye opener for a lot of clubs to realize hey look at the end of the day the internet is the great equalizer and it, right now it's changing a lot of industries and a lot of the faces of a lot of industries and soccer is one of them word and i mean that that even translates to the to the women's side right like you have more pride in that the haitian women qualified for the first time yeah, and had absolutely. to play extra football to, had to play extra football to do it and you have somebody like melchi right going to the biggest club in women's football right next year and and, and leon so yeah. and a lot of people looking at that haitian squad and saying they might make some noise in this tournament now they're in a hard group but it's not really beyond the realm of possibilities, right, for them to get out. And they're so young that they kind of don't know they shouldn't. Um, and they have a lot yeah. of talent and players on that squad. And so um, I think just in general, Haitian football is on the on the rise. And boy, nobody nobody will let you know uh, who is Haitian more than Haitians. So, um, oh. yeah, they're, they're lit yeah. right now. Right? Oh, like, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> it's, it's all over, right? Like, it's what they're talking about. There is a ton of pride, right? Not Haiti's not in the news for unfortunately a lot of good reasons. They they should be more, but they're not. And so I think when you have moments like that, um, when you beat the empire, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that all of us want to inspire with this podcast is not only talk about how great this victory is for Viola at AC, but also just you know changing the narrative of how we look at some of these teams. You know, that's saying us particularly like people out there of. You know, when we're describing this team, just don't talk about it like, oh, you lost that Haitian team. Like, no, use their name. Or when we're talking about the Haitian national team, and, you know, the first thing shouldn't be just outright negativity about how the country's doing. What the country's doing is one thing, but how this team is doing, how these players are doing, and the feats they had to overcome, give them their proper respects. Say their names out there, you know. Um, I think those little things can go a long way into you know, showing how much pride there is in the Caribbean nations and they're coming. I mean, like, if you look at the likes of, like, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, Curacao, uh, you know, Haiti, they're coming. You know, these are all great footballing countries that don't have the money behind them necessarily, but you talk about some of the greatest and best players have come from these countries, man. True, truly. Like, I, and I mean, we talk about it a lot on Shea Butter, right? Like, I know the narrative on the women's side is the world is catching up, but I'm like, no, they've really, they are if they haven't already. Like, and I don't just mean the other big countries. I mean the Hades, the Panamas, the Colombias coming, like, and these particularly these black footballing nations, right? And these brown footballing nations that have been excluded for a myriad of reasons. Like the time is the time is now. They're mm -hmm. they're here and they're exciting. They play a different kind of football that I think catches the eye and gets people invested and they have incredible stories stories that we can't tell in the united states because it's a very exclusive sport right like and just and just being able to celebrate like you said all that they are doing well right these countries are often in the news for not great reasons right and that's part of how the narrative's been built and football can change that right i think this yeah. is a beautiful story you have a violet who can change a narrative about a country and its people and what they value and, and how they play and like you can see who they are as people and how they play football so 
yeah, um, I'm just really excited for this new era of football, right? And these countries coming right now to disrupt the order. Right. Well, I think that's a beautiful way how to end the podcast on of just, you know, if we want to change what most people think about it. So for Sills, Shanir, and myself, oh. you guys know what I'm saying? Uh, one, one last thing, just to make, just to put things into perspective for people. Um, they say that, oh, how can Austin lose to this small Haitian club? I need Americans to remember that one of the greatest strikers in your history is of Haitian descent. Josie Alcador is a Haitian. All right. I know that for fact because his brother actually goes to the same barbershop my dad does. Well, his <laughs> name right. is also Josie Alcador. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty dang giveaway. I think that's going to be the perfect step in how I'm going to introduce this podcast to people. Like, Josie's a Haitian. So, if he's good, they're good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Oh, man. But yeah, I think that's a perfect way how to end this podcast, y'all. So, for Sills, Shanira, and myself, and for Jermaine, who's unfortunately not on the podcast tonight, we will holler at you guys next time. Always remember, you can check out more Can I Kick It FC episodes at Two Cents FC or on YouTube at Can I Kick It FC. So for that, we will holler at you guys next time. All right, welcome to the Can I Kick It FC podcast. I'm your co-host, Jermaine, and today we are very excited to have on the th- on the show three aficionados of Haitian football, and specifically Violette AC, Carl Craig, a lifelong supporter of the club, uh, Emmanuel Georges, uh, a former player for Violette, and uh, Chris Craig, the son of Carl Craig, another supporter of uh, Violette uh, as well. Uh, we're going to have a fun conversation about their experiences as supporters uh, and former player uh, of Violette, uh, a little bit of history about Haitian football, and finally their experiences, uh, or their, uh, sorry, their expectations rather, for the quarterfinals of the CONCACAF Champions League. Gentlemen, how are you all doing today? Okay, fine. Excellent, okay, excellent. Good, thank good. you. No, thank you all again for joining me, right? So let's get right into it. Um, Carl and Chris, let's start with you first. Uh, can you talk to us about how and when you became supporters of uh, Violette? Well, uh, do you allow, allow me, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I became a fan because of, because of my dad, so I'll let him speak. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm, I'm going to be very candid to let you know that as I grew up in Haiti, I was a fan of Racine. I was a fan of Violette. No, no offense, Mano, but that's okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Don't I know because Racine, Racine come from Violette. Exactly, that's what I was about to say. So, and I never saw Violette. Well, I left Haiti in 1968. I never saw Violette, but after, like 10 years later, I went to. I went to Haiti for the carnival, and then there was a game of Violet against Aigle Noir, which was a, like a, like a, a, a classical in Haiti. Yes, and I, it was my first stop. I went instead of going home, I went straight to the stadium, <clears> and I saw it played. And that time they beat Aigle Noir one to I remember who scored the goal, and and it was Vob, and the the Vob family is like one of the. I mean, one of the uh, biggest uh, football family in Haiti. And that's when I became a fan of Violet. And of course, 
throughout the years, I had a lot of friends that uh, in the same circle that everybody loved Violet. So it's not like I, I walked away from racing, but as I grew older, I became more, I started to respect more the team like Violet, Racing, Victory. Those, these are the three teams that, uh, that uh, really marked my, my football days before and after I left Haiti. But you know, I know Manu was telling you that my brother and I used to play in the same teams that Manu used to play. Am I correct, Manu? Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, That's great. with Greg, we went in from same school, more place here, in, in Haiti. Exactly. When, yes, when we were very little. Yes. So, Manu, can so you talk a little bit about... Sorry, Mano, can you talk a little bit about your time, uh, just kind of your journey, you know, uh, you know, playing soccer in Haiti and, uh, you know, how you became a, uh, a professional footballer? Yes, uh, Haiti, uh, for me, uh, when I was little, I, I, I was listening to, you know, you may know that name, T. Egg. This, um, he's a guy, they told you Michael Jordan, when he jumped in the air, he made 360. Uh, T. Egg. In Violet, this is what he was doing, and then they make a song with him. I mean, about you know, the greatest goalkeeper in Haiti in that time, which is Lacosad. Lacosad is a guy who kicked the ball from where he was to score a goal and under the, the under the end. This so Bates was doing the world was crazy about Bates in French, but we know, I know. People in Haiti knew Lacosad, but this is what T. Egg was doing when they cross the ball for, for Violet. T. Egg jumped in the air, pretend he's going to send the ball to the right corner, and Lacosad jumped to the right corner. T. Egg make a 360, put it at the uh, other side. And then from that time, Carnival in the stadium. Lacosad made T. Egg, Lacosad. I was one of them, I was a little boy. I was jumping, you know, hey, and I okay. become Violet friend, Violet friend. Hey, in this, I, I remember in 1962, when we, when I joined the third category in Violet, it was in that time, it was neighborhood because I was living in Iguikapwa and then uh, the Vobs was living in Rielwa. I mean, we were the family. I used to play with the Vobs in their house, in the backyard. This is where we learn how to kick the ball, how to fight, and do all the things kid does. Yeah. Then we, we go, we make the third category. How we make the third category? Because uh, the two brothers at Bob, Bob Parrett, I'm sure if I told you about the Vobs, you see what color they are, light skin color. They went, because they went to play, they went to play for racing. In that time, racing got a, uh, his office someplace in the Lola uh, La Lue. I don't remember. Uh, also Blanco is a store where they used to sell meat, thing like that. And then when they get there, and the guy say, "Hey, what do you want, guys?" A little boy, twelve years old. They want to play soccer, and they went to the racing office, and the guy chased them. They say, "We don't." We don't like Milat, white people in, in racing. They chased the boy, the boy cried, went home. And then their father sent him to Real Alert in Violet House. 
they receive them, we make third category until then. This is history. And then these are those the verb came, the friend of Violet, because their father, mother, brother, all, the whole family, till when I because I left Haiti in 19 February 68, because uh, I was playing for the national team. Okay. And then uh, for the Violet, guys, you know, uh, I remember when, when we scored a goal, the referee have to look at this, have the where the people stand, look at it to see if La Fontaine wants the job. If La Fontaine doesn't want the goal, he turns his back. That means the, the, the referee say no goal. And then we have ah. to fight fight and in 1967 68 before i left 80 i was playing for the national team uh it was uh and then we beat everybody and then because violet became champion in 1967 68 which made violet 50 years because violet born create in um may 15 1918 because they they cannot they cannot put it in eighteen May eighteen because you know May eighteen is a, the flag national flag they have to put it in nineteen May fifteen. Okay. You okay, okay. Yes. And, and then sorry, uh, to interrupt. sorry to interrupt, guys. I'm gonna just go off the camera uh, really quick here. Uh, yeah, okay. no problem, Chris. And also, just a quick backstory, just so you know, when he's yeah. referring to the Vorb family, that's like. Yeah. Uh, Haitian dynasty in, in Haiti right now. I mean, you know, and generational. They they played with them. I played with them. And they have younger players that are playing on the national team as well. So, okay, just, okay. You know, when you hear Vore, so this like the Etienne family also, and and you know, in Haiti now, it's the same thing. The Vore family. So, got you, got you. Okay, so this is like a historic uh, family in Haitian football history, uh, and they and they had a kind of like an instrumental role uh, in Violet. Oh, oh yes. So if you see the national team when they went to the World Cup, and yeah. you see the light skinned player that played, that he was referring to. Okay. I remember. Uh, I remember okay. some place. Some place they built uh, a picture of uh, the Haiti national team, and they put everybody in, in black, and they put one guy. They paint a statue in white. This is they got a white guy in the team. <laughs> <laughs> so you know. It, Funny how things never change, but you know, German, you know, something that I, uh, you know, I think that's critical also. And uh, and uh, Mano is too, too humble to say it, you know, but let me tell you, he's, I have to say that he's been one of the best players we had in, 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 in that team. And okay, of course, the okay. fact that he played in the national team, you know, uh, was a big thing. That That's another reason why you know i'm very grateful that he took the time to come and speak with us because what happened is that just like here soccer football in haiti is a very small circle it's a small circle in the sense that i'm talking to mano and then i had to call my brother to say look i'm talking to mano because they grew up in haiti and i'm talking to another guy and then he said oh i played with your brother or oh, i played with you so that, okay. there was some, some dynasty at the time in Haiti, you know, the, and, um, you know, in soccer, yes. And the Vogue family was one. But we had some some fantastic uh, coaches, and we cannot forget the coaches. We cannot forget about the, uh, the support of, of the fans of each neighborhood because everything was by na neighborhoods. 
I yes, indeed, it's true. Okay, but this year, what makes the big difference and uh, why uh, we appreciate what you are doing, German, is that Violet is in a situation where he's lifting, uh, uh, how would I say, the, the challenges of, of uh, the situation in Haiti and then making it to the world scene with very, very limited resources, not only in terms of money, but in, you know, the political, the security and all these things. And still, and then you see like the, the, the Haitian woman national team is gonna go to, to the World Cup. So Absolutely. these are very powerful things. So, you know, we're really happy that you took this initiative because people need to know that sports is the type of thing that no matter what happened, it doesn't fall. And that brings, that gives hope to the young players that are coming after. That gives hope to, to the country itself because even uh, somebody's a fan, let's say, of Victoria or Racine, but when Violet goes on the world scene, it's Haiti that goes to the world scene. So everybody's standing right. with them. And as I said, Manu is, is too bashful to say, but he was one of the best we ever had. And then, beside that, after, uh, as we grew up, it still stays in the circle. It's there. It's there with us today. And, and these are things that sport does to us and and you know in every country people realize that uh, how important sport is but in the case of Haiti right now it's 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 huge what uh, Violet is doing you know what I'm saying? For, sure, for sure yeah and that's you know I think that's the power of football right you know particularly in places like the Caribbean and you know places like Haiti you know football just has a power to kind of you know put things on an international level, right? Kind of bring an international attention, uh, not only to the team, but to the country itself. You know, so can you, can you, can, you know, the both of you or all three of you talk about just some of the, you know, just, can you just give us some historical memorable moments of, of Haitian football, right? Whether it's on the national team, whether it's, you know, from Violet, what are some kind of memorable historic moments, uh, you know, from, from, from Haitian football? Well, which one you want? You want the good, the good one or the bad one? <laughs> both how about that both <laughs> because let's, uh, start, let's start with the good though let's start with the good <laughs> uh the, the good one uh let's say right now haiti the woman haiti qualified to go to the world cup and then i remember 1974 before we go to the world cup and then the world most of the people from the world the other countries say where is haiti who is haiti where they come from? They thought about Tahiti. And then they look, 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 and then they say, there we is. It's more, they don't expect us to be there. And they don't expect us. I mean, when uh, the, the reporter was talking about how many goal we took, and then we did better than the, the team from Africa because right. they gave us less goal than the team. And we scored one goal. This is a lot of thing, people, when they are talking about Haiti, and then uh, most of the most of the time, till now, they are talking the bad thing about Haiti. And then uh, for Violet, uh, <laughs> well, they got some time. <laughs> we're going to play, and they close the gate. We cannot get in till we Where have to this? break the yes on the stadium. They, we have to break the door to get in. And sometimes we score a goal. The the, ref, the referee says no goal. Ain't nothing you can do. I remember I was, what, 15, 16 years old um, because uh, I was a small guy, but I'm not afraid of nobody. 
I was, I was in the team, mark everybody. Where the ball is at, I'm there. Till uh, one guy scored goals against Violet. And then they take, uh, they have a blackout. In that blackout, who, who was on the team, on the stadium? Papa Doc. You know what I'm saying, Papa Doc? I mean, you don't know those things, guys. Maybe your dad will tell you about all that. They had a silence in the stadium. If you are laughing, you keep your mouth open. If you are scratching your head, you keep your head your head with the blackout because Papa Doc is there. Otherwise, you know, whatever you do, expect the Totomakot will kill you. Wow. Then wow. Uh, we have to leave the stadium at one o'clock in the morning. Politely, silently, walk slowly. Because we, we don't know if Papa Doc went home or if he's still in the stadium. And then we went and then they call us to play this the second half the next day he says impossible he said what well, this is the papa dog team you want to play or not he say we say yes we want to play because because you, you don't fool around with papa dog right 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 hey so 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 can the both of you talk about uh just for our listeners who may not really know about Haitian politics uh, and kind of Haitian history. Can you just talk a little bit about uh, who Papa Doc was and, and why and why he kind of elicited that type of reaction uh, at, in, in the stadium? Well, Mano, if you don't mind, let, let me just touch on that for a second. You know, I yes. just something very important. You know? and on the, and before I address your questions, uh, mm -hmm. by the way, German is my family name, okay? So I don't want you to forget that. Okay, 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 okay. My mother's maiden name, okay? <laughs> Get out of here, okay? That's, that's hilarious, yeah. Okay, so um, in, in, in 1950, I think, or 1952, the World Cup, um, the U.S. was playing, and there is Joe Getschin that scored one goal for the U.S. That's right. Now, everybody knows that he was Haitian. Well, right. I mean, that's now, right. people know it, but at the time, nobody, nobody knew it. But the, the reason I brought him up, not because, because of what he did as a Haitian, he presented... The U.S. He scored the goals against England, mighty England at the time. Okay, mm -hmm. it still is. And uh, but he came back to Haiti, and him and two of his brothers got killed by the Duvaliers. See, people don't really talk about this, but this is one of those things that they arrested him. I don't remember. I was too young to. Uh, I didn't know that uh, the reason why he got. Mm -hmm. But I know his sister that always yeah. said that they killed two, three, three of her brothers, and he, Joe was one of them. So he was, okay. he disappeared by the Duvali regime. So Haiti at that time, and Manu can tell you a lot more on that, you know, but at that time, people were living in a constant state of fear. See, right now, the problems of Haiti is is, is um, with the gangs and all that. So they are creating the, 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 the type of violence that everybody's afraid of. But during Duvali, the government, was doing all the all the uh, the, the the insecurity. They, they were really hurting the people and doing all the bad things. So these are two different situations. But and I have to bring that again into context, where as to say that mm -hmm. football is the only thing that really keep us together. Really, the only thing I cannot take think of anything else right now. Haiti people are afraid of the gangs, but during the Duvalier regime. Other regimes in Haiti, they were afraid of the government because these are the people that was um, doing all this. So yeah. it's 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 one of those things that it would take years for us to explain. I mean, they wrote 
hundreds yeah. of about these things. But basically, we have to say that somehow we always manage to to survive, to overcome these things. And right now, no matter what bad things get, I mean, there is a game of Violet coming up. You know, we, they can't even play in Haiti. So, you know, and that, of course, is affecting us. But but guess what? We're not afraid. If we're going to play in the Dominican Republic, so be it. We're going to raise to the challenge. Yeah. Right, Manu? Yes. They got something right now. Okay. Before I left Haiti, February 68, summer 68, something happened in... Uh, uh, and this in the field of uh, uh what is the name of that field i forget call it simply a field is someplace uh Odeid. Odeid. no no call it simply i'm not calling simply a seminar seminar okay yeah in that time they got uh violet was playing against a scene and then this is something people verb to me is my little brother. We grew up together since he was 12, I was 14. We grew up together. Same same thing. Even he's married, his business, you know what? As a matter of fact, I talk to him maybe three times a week. Right now he's in Miami. And then in that in that game, they had a fight. Joel, which is your younger brother. Of Philip, he was fighting one guy from recent come Seo. Seo was much older than him, but Joel put him down three times, and then one guy, a player called Oba, went to take the fight from Seo. But in our team, we got a big guy also, Mark Antoine. He take the the fight from Joel, beat up Oba. Then does Makut take their gun, Pedri and get those guys from violet put them in the someplace safe on that field but in that time zupem was was a trainer was a coach of racing but if you guys you know you do maybe you don't know about between some field and uh Rexiat, it's about 10 minutes by car right and then uh pevo was standing there with joel philip uh, uh, and they was yelling because those guys from Marquette, they got their gun. And then uh, Zupem came back. He went back to the field for something. And then he found the situation. And then he stand on in front of those Marquette, put pair up, and the, the kid behind him walk away. And they went back home. About 8 or 9 o'clock, in that time, if you're standing in real war, or if you pull a bullet, the, the, the palace will, will hear you. In that time, in that night, all those guys, the Josma Valentin, all those, 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 they pass in real war, keep on shooting. Bam, 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 bam. Francois Duval, you say, what's going on? Who's attacking us? He's afraid. He was ready to run away. He was a coward too, you know? He was... <laughs> And then the, the shooting stopped. The next day, he tried to find out what's going on. He called POB and B and to find out what's going on. And he said, well, there it is, blah, 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 blah. And then 
they call Francois Duvalier went down went downstairs, call all those guys who were shooting, and then he said, You tell me the white men in Haiti doesn't want to play with you. You tell me, and then they hate you, and then now they come to play with you, and then you want to kill them. All of you go to ask, go to uh, ask the, the verb some some excuses and it's what they went and then do excuses and then they went back but <laughs> this is history because when people was reading the book i tell him you have to put that in in the book he said no 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 you can't do it because in that time the light skin people stop leaving haiti for persecution, they love. They they stop that, and then the guy from one Syrian girl called Akra, you you may hear about his name. He used to sell François Duvalier uniform for the police, but François Duvalier don't have money to pay Akra. Don't forget, guys, your car, a brand new car in eighty in that time, is two thousand dollars. Ask your grandpa when he will tell you. $2,000. But it's very difficult to find $2,000 to buy a car. And then the bank would lend you that money. People look at cars, you know, you can cut on your finger. And then Accra, Duvalier cannot pay Accra. What Accra did, he went to the, but he can take those things from the custom, from the drone, thing like that. And then he get all the Syrian. He took their stuff for them from, from, from the drone. And they complained about it. They went to Papa Doc, Papa Doc. Well, forget it, guys. When I got the money, we'll pay. We, who did that? This is soccer. Because the Vob was playing soccer in the stadium. They got the fight. And the first of all, you know about it. And then he said, don't stop, you know, stop, stop, you know, um, give people trouble. And then start getting the, this is, they got the name Kuri. He came from Miraguan, Mawan Town, and then he keep on running this big motorcycle. All those things come from soccer. So, Jomenanos, what, what really, Mano, is, is, has experienced is that everything that's going on with the politics, with the economics, because the name of a lot of people, this is for the people that don't know much about Haiti. Let me just enlighten you on that. The names that yes. he's mentioned and so on and so forth. These are the people, they are the economic power in Haiti. And this is still the case today, whereas the economic power, they join with the, with the political power to do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do. But somehow, somehow, soccer sports is always like the catalyst that prevents, kind of prevents a, a total fiasco because everybody... Okay. Nobody wants to, to lose that. So soccer has also been a, a catalyst that not only bring people together, but that solidified things as well. Of course, there are a lot of problems. Of course, there is a lot of people that are very selfish in all this approach. But if people know of this experience, that, that again, I'm very grateful that you're bringing this to the surface, people will understand that Haiti is really, truly a special country. And then uh, we do have a lot to offer in the world of sport, just like we do with the arts, just like we do with music. You know, and if, if, if politically we are weak, it's not because of the soccer players, it's not because of the artists. 
So mm -hmm. you know, could come from from somewhere, but now the things that we are going for us, for example, like right now, right this moment, it's soccer. It is violet. It is the Haitian women national team. Okay, for sure. You know, one one little thing uh, on a personal level, I can tell you, one of the greatest moments in Haiti. That's when, and Manu mentioned that when Haiti went to play in Munich, you know, for the World Cup at the time there was teams, teams that uh, classified. And Manu, excuse me, if I remember correctly, yeah, there was another goal that Manu Sano scored against Argentina. So they scored yes, two goals. Yes. Yes. Okay. So they scored against Italy after yep. Inuzov did not get scored against him on, for, for three what three years. Yeah. So yeah. Haiti, yes. But you know, but myself, personally, at the time I was in the Air Force, and I had no idea that all this thing was going on. When I was, <laughs> I was you know what I'm saying? I mean, the, the greatest moment in Haitian history, I missed it because I was in Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh, not, not Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, so, and it's only after that that I've heard that Manosano scored and then Haiti scored against Dinosaur. But, you know, wow. the, let me tell you what's interesting in all this. I was playing for the Kistler Air Force Bay soccer team. And then okay. we won the World, I mean, we, the World Cup. We won the, uh, the Gulf Coast League. Being okay. undefeated. And I scored nine goals. So, you know, this, at that moment, I was enjoying myself at my level, but I miss the biggest thing in history for Haiti. So that, 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 that's yes. really the story on the side, you know? For sure, for sure. No, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I love that history. I love that history. Mano, do you want to add know, anything? The thing is, when I came here in 1968, uh, I, come, I came with, with a green card, and then uh, they got a Jewish team I was playing for. Those guys, they love me so much for some reason, something else. I don't think it will be, it, 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 it will be possible. They got give me my green card in three months. <laughs> three months. I mean, in 1972, uh, I don't say I was a good player, but I was, uh, the newspaper was talking about me. In 1970, I was, I don't, I'm not saying Asian, because Joe Gatchins was the first Asian who played for the USA national team when he, when he beat England 1-0 in Soldier Stadium in Chicago. Mm -hmm. But I was the first black guy. You know black, I mean, uh, ask your dad in 1972, the time of Martin Luther King, Max, all those guys like that. This is a place where they say, this is for white, this is for black. I was playing for the national team, I don't care. If it was green, black, green, I went right in. Because there's they, nothing they can do for me. Because I, I was a soccer player for USA national team. That's right. And That's then right. they got one, one guy, Shep Messing, he was... He's still yeah, working yeah. for the uh, Shep Messing was, was my goalie. Yeah, yeah. And then af after the game, you know, we began. And then I had a question of white and black because I was a soccer player. And as as an Asian guy from Violet, oh, I don't take, I don't, I have to fight for everything I get because they don't give you nothing. That's for that right. reason, kid, kid these days, you try to tell them in school, this is what Violet taught me when I was little. Because uh, the, the guy who, who was a player in Violet, because Violet born in 18, 1918, 
in Bel Air. Okay. Because uh, because uh, this is Belair, this is where most of the people live in that time. Because you got your business, your store in town. You were two blocks. You are in, you you came in Belair. After that, they moved to Paco Boudon, you know things like that. But this is where Violet born. Because how Violet get that name is because uh, a lot of young guy they went to Jeremy. And then they see, because soccer, the first place in Haiti was soccer place. It was Lekai. And then the windows that went to Jeremy playing soccer, they say the team was rose, lilac, you know, uh, all those colored flowers. And when they went back to Port-au-Prince, they want to build a team. They went to give him the name of the flower, which is violet. Okay. Which is a, a group, okay. this, this word of your outcome. And then they okay. want they, they want to be bad, mean where they are playing, not fighting for somebody. Oh. And then they, they got an animal which is more, more, more dangerous in the forest, which is a tiger. This is what they put for for our emblem, a tiger. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. This, and it, this, that's very good. And I always wondered about that name, Violet. But yes. Yeah. So whenever I think of Juliet, I think of a flower. Now is that <laughs> yes? Because that's, that's great. I thought the color because yes. being an artist myself, I paint so violet. To me, it's a color. It's like purple. So mm -hmm. it, it, <laughs> okay. And then this yeah. is the reason oh, when no. you you may heard about Juliet was a, a mulat team. This is not mm -hmm. true. We had some millet in the team, but he was uh, he was a light, light, light skin millet. He was uh, in between, but the light, okay. light, light, light skin uh, violet. They were in second division. They was uh, the reserve. As they cannot play, they say, "Well, let's go to make another team," and they go to build racing with the violet, blue, and white. They take the white out. They take the the good with the yellow, you know, yellow in color. This means that means I'm your friend today. I'm not your friend anymore tomorrow. This is for the they put violet, yeah, blue and yellow, <laughs> and then they want to put the animal also. They put a lion, but they, they thought lion was lion is worse than the tiger, which is not true. Tiger is the tiger is bigger. <laughs> The tiger always is bigger than the lion. It's more famous than the lion. So, so you say... Yes. is what you call la petite histoire in Haiti, which means that the little history, the things that you will not, you will not find in any books. And, and, and Manu is giving it to us, you know, perfectly. Yeah, this is, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. So you're <laughs> saying that, so you're saying that Racine started from... From Violet. From the B team of Violet. Yes. And then after five years in 1923, and then the worst thing, the first game, Racine beat Violet, one nothing. Ah, and until so then, this is fight all the time, not facing fight. Yeah. When you are talking in Violet against Racine, uh-uh. It's a matter of fact, it's a matter of fact, we got a, a, a fanatic of Violet. He never, never, if you give me, if you gave him a yellow shirt, a poor guy, he won't take it. 
If you give me a yellow shirt, he won't take it till he dies. It's, die. that, serious. it's oh. that serious. Yes. And so, and so, and so, just to be clear, you were saying that the the yellow represents uh, this idea that I'll be your friend today, but not be your friend tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 It's, it's, it's like it's like uh, you are in the, you are in a in politic group. And then uh, we try to build something. One guy take the messenger we got from us and go to tell to give it to the, the enemy. It's like treason. 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 The, okay. the yellow mean treason. Okay. I mean you. Okay. If you if you look if you go to Haiti, they got a, a flower called sunflower. Is yellow. Right. The sunflower when the sun is at less. He faced the sun. The sun keep on turning. He left where he was. He followed the sun. He go to the west. That's fascinating. <laughs> yes, this is treason. <laughs> that is so fascinating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, sunflowers. You know, they follow the sun, right? And, right. Yes. I just never yes. To associate the color of the flower. That's how it gets this whole association with treason. That's yeah. That, that's yes. why it's for, for having Haitians coming to your show. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> It's so beautiful. Wow. Wow. All right. So, so, so just to kind of backtrack, you were about the history of Violet because I want to, because I want to, you know, kind of jump, jump to the kind of contemporary uh, moment. But you were saying that the Violet team, when it first started, it was, it was, uh, it was a group of mulatto players or not a group of mulatto players? Half. Half. Okay. 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 And then the B team was, was more of the white. It's mulat. It's a mulat. It's a matter, it's a matter of fact. Uh, they had German who played for in, in racing. They had, uh, uh, uni, you know, Unibank. The president is Carl Brown. His grandfather was playing in 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 in, in racing. Okay, okay. Which is German. Is he right. German? And then uh, they got. Don't you have to take in nineteen for the war, the world uh, nineteen forty five. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of German, a lot of European left their country go to live in uh, in in Haiti. Sure, the Berman, sure. the Berman, the, as a matter of fact, one of the Berman married the Asian guy from Miraguan, my hometown, the Duval, Claude Duval. Right. You know, and this is uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of thing we got from soccer because we there we don't have a, a guy who tell us the history about uh haiti about soccer yeah. in haiti yeah yeah this is awesome i mean i really appreciate you know you know you know both of you coming on and 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 really kind of you know shedding some some beautiful history about the game in haiti and 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 uh, violet specifically so so how are you all feeling about violet's uh you know you know performance in the in the champions league how are you feeling about the quarterfinals coming up on april 2nd uh any expectations any predictions uh on, well you know, on the, on the <laughs> Well, one thing you have to, to understand, Violet went to beat Austin. Austin was a champion of MSL. We got a lot of professional team. Because in Haiti, we practice, Violet practice three times a week, sometimes two times a week. Because those, those you, they cannot go out. Right. They're afraid wow. to go out, you know, things like that. And then we have, by luck, one guy, the president of Violet, Rinald Zirek. Oh, boy. Uh, when I try to talk to him, he said, he loves Violet. 
I said, ah, what do you mean you love you? He said, the way you are. I said, he said, Mano, you are one guy who make me love you a little more. I said, what you talking about, nigga? <laughs> he said, white man, you know. <laughs> he said, no, the way you talk with the player. I said, shit, I talk to them like you talk to a player. Because he got a son who was playing for Violet. But the guy is a Mullet guy. He said, I said, hey, man, hold it. You are in Violet. If somebody kick you, you kick back. If somebody punch you, you punch back. Otherwise, take your clothes out. Don't put it on. The guy put his clothes on and then he went to the field. His father, Reynald, I mean, he got some dough in his pocket. He come in, hug me. I said, who the hell is he? I don't know the guy. He said, he's my son. The way you talk to him, I wish I can talk to him like that. I said, what happened? You're not Haitian? The guy is not Haitian. He won't understand you? He said, yes, but the way you are talking. I said, oh, man, please. The guy, he want to stay in Haiti. And then he said, well, dad, I want to go back to schooling. He went back to schooling, go to college. You know, I said, your daddy is not going to pay for you for the college. The way you are playing, you have to get the scholarship. And I said, I can't pay it. I said, you're not going to pay it. You put too much money in Violet already. Mm. It's a little thing we can do for you. Don't forget, guys, for Violet to go to Dominican Republic, he had to go with 12 players. That's right. That's right. 12 players to get visa. The one doctor in 12, because the doctor got uh, uh, his visa from United States already. You don't have the, you don't have the problem. And Mano, you to were saying that they... And you were saying that they only were able to practice two or three days a week because of the three times, three the, times a week, three times a week, no day, three, three times, times a week. A week. Sorry, yeah, sorry, three times a week, right, right, because of the political situation. Yeah, not uh, political, but it's really the security, the, the security, security. You know, yeah. But, uh, German, if you don't mind, let me just uh, please, please. You know what? What happened is that me when I look at the game, the, the last game against Austin. Yes. First, yes. Let's see what happened first. It's like it was the news spread like wildfire. That Violet, it's like nobody knew that some people didn't even know that Violet was the champ of the Caribbean. Yes. So the fact that they went to this playing against Austin and this, the news went like wildfire. So at that point, there was no more people from Racine or from Victoria or from Ignore. Everybody's Violet. Mm -hmm. But you know what? What really angers some of us? Some people mm. just don't bother to look at it because they said, I can take more, take care of that injustice that Haiti faces at every, every level. Some people react that way, but there are others like Manu, like myself, like a lot of other people that used to play soccer that are believers in the sport. When I look at the guys, I don't even think that it's only 13 guys they have to play. I see 11 men on the field that's giving everything they have. I see the guys that have skills that you find. I mean, you don't find those ball control in all countries in the world. Only a few countries. And Haiti is one of them. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm saying Brazil is one of them. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that uh, Italy is one of them. So you can compare the level of the Haitian players as far as techniques, as far as... Uh, the love for the game, I guess everybody has the love. But in terms of the physical aspect, the the their heart that they put into the game, you don't find that anywhere else. So now to have the nerves to go on the world scene with 13 players, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, 
some some people who not even think about it. But hey, thirteen players. They have they take two from the street. Exactly. The two guys from Violet, they are he wasn't in the practice, but they got the visa and they threw they said, Let's go. They put him on the bench. <laughs> well, that that says a lot about the resilience of Haitian. Can I add to that, guys? Can I add to that? I'm sorry? Can I can you guys hear me? Can I add to that? Yes, yeah. let's go ahead. Can I add to that? Go ahead. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is that remember also, I mean, yeah, you know, the team wasn't playing in Haiti. But they're playing in right over the border in Santo Domingo and in, in, in Santiago, where the, where there's a lot of Haitians and it was uh, almost sold out with uh, pretty much oh, all. Yeah, yeah. But you have to remember that also. So that support spilled over from Haiti to the DR. That's right. You know that my dad talking about. So it was, was right. like That's a right. for them. And then by the to be fair, everybody was shocked that they beat an MLS team, but. As Mono was saying, this is an old team. They've been around a long time. Austin's only been around three years. So that's right. Go that's Who right. has and more trophies? Okay. That's right. One thing. So excuse everybody... me. No, no, excuse me. Excuse me. A professional team, it may be one week is strong. Uh, 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 amateur team, maybe 50 years, 100 years is weaker because when you are professional, you've been playing in your country, different country. In shape, in good technique, good money, everything like that. You cannot compare it to uh, uh, amateur team because the guy from Violet, the president of Violet, uh, every day as a god, give us 150 million Haitian like that hmm. on everything. He pays the players 12 months a year. Wow. They don't have wow. soccer in Haiti. They pay. He pay them twelve months, and then at, for Christmas he give them a bonus. For that reason, ninety nine point point nine of Asian soccer players, all of them want to come to play in Violet. It's the only way they get paid. Wow! 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 And that's and that's through the that's from the the president himself. Yes, the president is crazy. I told him, "Renal, you crazy." He said, "Well, it's better like that because he got the money." And then uh, he's a, uh, I mean, thing like that for us, something myself, I'm happy and then I'm great from Violet for, um, I used to play soccer. When it is no good, I went to Cité Soleil by myself in my car. When I get there, people raise me, hey, coach, coach, coach. I went to, I'm in different places. And then nobody do nothing to me because I was in soccer. As a matter of fact, when I came here for my operation, knee operation, the doctor who operated me, he knew me by picture because he got a picture of, of uh, the national team from uh, from uh, US national team because he loved Shep Messing. And then he said, the black guy was you? The guy make an operation three weeks, one month, he gave me my cane and I walk. I don't walk fast because I got the operation in November. The end of my birthday was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, I was dancing with my family. Wow. I mean, because wow. of soccer. Wow. And if you're let also, guys, um, <clears throat> I got players from all over Haiti. When they came in Violet, 
Pomocap, Saint Mark, all those things. They say they thought they know about they they think they, they thought they know about soccer. Is when they, they came to Violet and we teach them what is soccer, how you comport yourself outside the field because you are a human. Because the guy you go to play against is your competitor, is your enemy, is your competitor today. After five years, it still will be your, your, your friend. Like Mario Leon, you made a, he used to kill me on the field. We used to fight, but every time we see this day, we, we hang, we hug yourself. We hug. Same thing with Plante, you know, the fly, the Plante, Goldelato. He was in Aigle Noir, fist fight on the field. But now, if you see me with him, like brothers, this is what they teach us in soccer, in violet, especially violet. Because before you play, we go to play, Marichal Mitron, Pervob, Max Olelio Joseph, G. Plessy, all those guys like that. They get you, they are the meeting saying, this is what you're going to do. This is Violet. We're going to play. I mean, they wash your brain. Say you are a human. You're going to play. You may make a mistake, and then you can correct it. Which is way different than the uh, team specialist like question. When we're going to play against Violet, he said, kill the... I mean, look at me. They told me I'm a mulat. <laughs> I'm a white man. They want to kill me. <laughs> they call it Sivujanaiti. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is this is something I always repeat. System, win. system of view of uh, foot of soccer. We used to play four defender, two midfielder, and four forwards. Like Brazil. A four-two-four, four. yeah, like yes. Brazil, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But people people say people see People see Brazil in 1970 play 4 3 3 in 1970. And everybody wants to play 4 3 3. But I told them, guys, I told them, we used to play, I play 4 4 3 3 because, because everybody, when, when we are playing, they want to kill people for. And the field. They want to kill him. And as my friend, I say, no, 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 no. Because I used to be left wing. When I lose the ball, I came in midfield to help people, which is 4 3 3. This is what we used to play in Haiti in 1966 65. But people see it, the world see it in, four, in 1970 when Brazil came champion by beating Brazil, uh, Italy, and it the world playing for 3 3. I said, No, 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 no. When in, in Violet, we used to play that before. <laughs> that, so what that, so what you, so what you're saying is that everyone everyone credits Brazil for for for, for introducing yes, all the international stages of four three three. But what you're saying is that Violet yes. was playing that four or five years earlier. That's in 1965. Right. 1965. 1965. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. And, and and a lot of people don't know that there's a strong connection between Haiti and Brazil in terms of football, right? Bigger than you think, <laughs> Yeah, hey, for me. We, we used to play, I used to play for semi-pro in New Jersey. They call it, it's a German team. But they got a couple 
Italian in the team, they got uh, Brazilian. But the Brazilian, every time they see me, they say, oh. And then we, we connect together. We don't kick the ball out like the British did. We pass the ball. We play with the ball. That's right. And every time, you know, they say, well, this is just Brazilian. I say, no, 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 I'm Asian. It's the same That's thing, right. same. That's right. That's right. That's and right. You know I what I mean? Jermaine, I mean, my, my, probably my dad won't say it or brag, but he was he was an integral part about bringing Brazil to play in Haiti uh, back in, what was it, 2005, right, Pop? 2004? Yeah. Yeah, 2004, 2004, actually. 2004, and, uh, the, the, Ronaldo, the, Ronaldinho, all the big boys came. Yeah, even oh, yes. Yes, yes. Yep. The stadium was full. The, the stadium was full since 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Well, I you can know, imagine. That, I can imagine. I mean, I can, that, that can be a whole show in itself, but there's one thing that I <laughs> say. One thing that I have to say is that First of all, the prime minister was meeting with President Lula, and Lula asked the prime minister, what can we give Haiti for its 200th anniversary for, for the independence? Yes. And, then, and the prime minister said, bring Brazil in Haiti. Now, a couple of things we have to, have to remember. At the time, the minister, the group that was bringing orders in, in security in Haiti, the major, was, the major portion were Brazilian. So there are Brazilians that came to Haiti that never saw their national team play live. So right yep. there, all these guys, they wanted to see Brazil. Okay, that's one. The second thing, again, is that um, pay, you used to pay Brazil at the time something like 7 or $9 million to come and play. Brazil spent $14 million to come and play in Haiti. So that's at the yes. government. Now, at the players' level now, because a lot of guys like Ronaldinho and, and um, uh, Ronaldo, uh, they were playing in Barcelona and uh, Roberto Carlo playing for Real and all the guys, right? So at one time, their club didn't want them to come and play in Haiti. And some of them, no they, turn off their phone. they turn off their phone so they could not be rich because that's how bad they wanted to come. <laughs> Get out of here. Get yeah, out of here. Because it goes for the I game. Mean, okay. So and then now that's on the on the team side. Now on the Haitian side now. Mm-hmm. After we built uh the, the field for, for the stadium, they wanted to bring the players down in helicopters from Santo Domingo straight to Pau Prince. And we said, no, we just paid so many, like, I think we paid like some five, six hundred thousand dollars to make that field. We're not mm-hmm. going to spoil it with helicopters. Right. So yes. we, we agreed to bring them to the airport. And then there was a convoy from the airport to the stadium. Now it's something that you have to see. If you go on Facebook, Armored you look at- car, armored car, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Armored car, okay. Yeah. If you go, you look at, um, uh, on on YouTube, the Game of Peace, you'd see what I'm talking about. From the okay. airport until the stadium, you had over a million people in the streets, side yes. by side, running before, after, and next wow. to the because It was something. So there's that's always that special connection between Haitian and Brazilian, just like between yeah. Haitian and Cuban. And these are very, very strong ties. And that, yeah. that's things that's been going forever. You know, Brazil is with the soccer, and Cuba is with the music. 
And you know, there yeah. are other ties like yeah. French, the French language, and blah blah blah. Sure. So Haiti sure. is in a sense very international. And and that's the story of Haiti needs to be told. And Germain, that's why we really appreciate what you are doing. It's not only about Haiti, it's about Violet, it's about the game, it's about the game, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. about sport. And that has all its importance. And then we see a lot of us, huh? From the culture. Yes, and we see a lot of us are doing here. And it's, it's, uh, it's because we have the tenacity, we have the resilience to keep on doing things naturally. Just like uh, Emmanuel was saying earlier, when you're on the field, we, we don't know that it's black or white. Nope. You know, we, we, uh, we play soccer. That's right. And, and nothing is stronger than that. Nothing is stronger than that. That's right. Sports. That's right. Sports. Well, you know, I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic and a very profound way uh, to end this conversation. Uh, I mean, all three of you just gave incredible insight into the history of Haitian football, into the, to the history of the Haitian national team, to the beautiful history of Violette. Uh, you just kind of, you know, made me like more of a fan of the team, right, than I already was. And so, um, you know, we're definitely looking forward to the quarterfinal match. Uh, I believe it's against Club Leon, uh, I believe, out of, out yes, of Mexico. Yes, yes. Yeah, Mexican, Mexican, team. Mexican team, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And Mexico is always rivalry, so have no fear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be a great game. It should be a really great <laughs> game, you know. Yeah. But yeah, one, yeah, so. one, one, thing, one thing also... Yep. The problem is how many players they will have visa to go to Dominican Republic. To Mexico. The first game, the first, the first, the first game on Dominican Republic, they give only twelve players visa. Dominican Republic, they don't want. You see, this is a lot of thing going on because Violet play a lot of game. Dominican Republic want to be something they call Violet to play. And then Violet, they, they go, take the plane, go to Dominican Republic and play. But now Violet want to play the national team. I want to play a team to qualify. And then they give only 12 players the visa. Is a, they try to boycott it. But also okay, remember, we, and we, we just got to call a spade a spade, though, guys. Remember. Uh, they they don't get the visas because they're also afraid of them defecting, which I, they have done historically. Dominican Republic, Dominican Republic is not yeah, United I mean, States. Dominic I mean anybody to Dominican oh, Republic. They, no they, man, they, 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 they almost no. They almost had a full a full squad in Dominican Republic, but to travel when they went to Austin, that's when they had like fourteen players, twelve players, something like that. So to go to Mexico, it might be the same issue, but to play in the yes. It's not an issue. But again, now we remember that you had players that defected, so they're not there anymore. I, I know, so, I know, I know, I, I mean, I know. I know. They can, they can defect from United States. I, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm saying you don't want to give them the visa to go to mm -hmm. Dominican Republic. No, no, need some place. Myself, when I go there, if I pass by in my car, you know, well, for God, you know, they. I curse them because the police, you know, they, they always ask you money. They always ask you shoes or your shirt, you know, thing like that. They don't piece up nothing, the Dominican Republic, the people. I don't like them. I never like them. Seeing the history, 
they how they kill those of millions of people, you know, by shooting. No, 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 no. There's those people, you know, they're too lazy. I, I'm not I'm not there to talk about them. Anyway, I hope Violet got something better to do because they when they go to play with Lion, uh, Lion uh, it, it won't be easy because that right. team from Mexico, you know, because when you finish to play, let's say you qualify, you beat them. Now you go to play for maybe another higher team, but it's good for Violet to to participate. I believe those things make us stronger. Okay. Oh so yes, it makes us stronger, and uh, the, the name of the game is no fear. No yes. Fear. We're going to keep at it until things change. But for now, that's what we have. And that's what we're going to use. And that's what's going to make us move forward. I, I mean, I'm looking at the players of Violet. I was very proud to see them. The way they're playing. The, their tactics. Their ball control. Their togetherness. It's, you know... Yes. You know, kids can look Absolutely. at them. They have a very good team. Yeah, they can Absolutely. look at Anyways, I mean, I, I see that we're keeping you forever, man. I mean, no, no, no. This is no, this is incredible. No, no, no. This is incredible. This is incredible. Take us in three uh, fanatics of soccer to talk about soccer. I mean, <laughs> four <laughs> fanatics. Jermaine is just right, as big right. a fanatic, by the way, Pop. <laughs> huh? Yes. No, I said Jermaine is just as much as a fanatic oh, I, as well, and you, and you already know what he's done with you know. With little oh, Haiti FC, know, and he yeah. always supports. You know, he always yeah. supports the culture. I met him, met him on the field with the little Haiti soccer club, and I never forget this. Yes, German yes. is not somebody that you forget very easy, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I must say, you know, I must say that, uh, you know, I'm, I am uh, one of, I'm like one of four or five co-hosts uh, for for this podcast, and so the other co-hosts, uh, Silves, uh, Yogi uh Air, they they recorded um kind of a separate section of this so they're kind of talking about the game itself the austin fc and the uh, violet game and so we're going to add this interview to that first section so it'll be a whole it'll be a whole kind of project around violet nice. and their uh and their champions league journey so we hopefully let us know when we can see a copy of it absolutely absolutely as soon as it's, uh <laughs> you know, as soon as it's published we'll yeah. get it out to you all you know so thank you all again. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Mano, Carl, Chris, thank you again for just dropping some serious knowledge. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, hopefully Violet can uh, take it all the way to the finals. Yeah, I, I, we, we hope so. Th thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to meet you. And then uh, we hope that we talk, we see you again. We talk again. Okay, yes, absolutely. Tell him that right, I thank you. Okay, okay thank you, guys. All right, all right, take care, everyone. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.